I'm me, you're you, and this is Wiggly's Book Club, episode 33. Wiggly's Book Club is a fortnightly read brought to you every fortnight, diving deep into the bowels of Trapdoor Mansion's library. Am I coming through? I can't hear anything. New studio, who dis? Tonight's read is from one of those bowels I talked about. It's the 1964 classic, Fawcett Crest Books Presents, The Man Who Wrote Dirty Books, by Hal Dresner. And now I run downstairs to Sloppy Joe's Tavern, where I will soon be already in progress. Wiggly? Oh, I knew I shouldn't. Today I'm just recording with my phone. Yeah. Oh, better open this up. So today I'm going to have a drink out of the Budman Stein. And I'm looking in here, and I think it's from the 19, I don't know, 70s maybe. And, uh, hey, well, this is kind of fitting. I can't find my Stella, so I'm just going to actually have Bud Light Lime. That's all I could find in the... That's all I can find in the refrigerator. So I think I should put 100-proof whiskey in here before I try to... I'm going to do it. I'm just, You know, anything for the ratings... I know this will definitely get the ratings. It stinks. It smells like old in here. <laughs> All right, bud man. Uh, here we go. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, let's take a sip. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Mm. Mm. Ah, nothing but foam. That must be dirty. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> Oh my God, I'm gonna die. Ugh. Anyway, so I found this thing before I start reading our book, which is called The Man Who Wrote Dirty Books. Oh, I already said that. So before I read the, the book there, I thought I found something interesting. It was addressed to uh, Joseph Paycheck at Sloppy Joe's Tavern, 660 Chestnut Street in Colt Mount, PA. Damn poison. This is from the Treasury Department. Nah, that's not what was in here. For defense, buy United States savings bonds. That's not what was in here originally. Anyway, inside here, there was uh, two photos framed in that old 1940s uh, cardboard, I guess it is. Cardboard with embossed and uh, looks like a frame. Looks like a picture frame. And inside here is two, two photos of my... Uh, Uncle Billy, who died when he was like, I don't know, two or three. So the two photos are right from the back of Sloppy Joe's bar. They used to have wakes back there. Hey, do I have that picture of Jesus with the holding his heart like that? No, nah, I don't. It looks different. Anyway, so one's a far shot with Billy 
surrounded by about, I don't know, four dozen baskets of flowers. And then, uh, then there's a close-up of the casket. And there he is just laying there, stiff as a board, all in weight. Hands by his side. My goodness. Oh, boy. Anyway, yeah. So those are that. But that's not what's interesting. Here's what's interesting. It came with this uh, placard, I guess you could say. It's got the embossed uh, gold foil seal on it. And it's got some uh, flaming hearts with a uh, with, uh, sword in it and a bunch of... Uh, Crown of thorns in the corners. It's all fancy, fancy. St. Christopher's Purgatorial Society. The Purgatorial Society. William Anthony Paycheck. That's uh, uh, mommy, mommy Dorothy's side. Her brother died March 16th, 1943. Has been enrolled as perpetual member, as a perpetual member of uh, St. Christopher's Purgatorial Society and will be remembered at the altar in all masses and in the prayers of the brothers Christopher. Yeah, St. Christopher's Purgatorial Society. And it has the date, the 1943. And then the St. Christopher's Inn. And that's that's what it is. I-N- and can that be right? That can't be right. It must be some other letter. But then the, the spiritual director signed his name over top of whatever is after at the end of in. Maybe any has any belly button. Anyway, there you go. Purgatorial Society. Who knew it existed? All you got to do is die uh, before you get baptized, I guess. I don't know why he wasn't, you know, dunked in water when he's a little baby. But I guess they didn't do that during this time. And, uh... And uh, now, hey, now he's just a little kid, uh, you know, just fucking around in purgatory all this time. <laughs> the man who wrote dirty books, but so wasn't that uh, by Hal Dresner? Dresner. This is uh, wild. Why can't I see? I have, I have the lights on. Wild uh, for for readers who. Broke the sound barrier laughing at Candy, Catch-22, and $100 Misunderstanding. Here's the wildest, most in- irrelevant book on pornography ever, what? ever sold without a plain brown wrapper. Uh, we'll set back. The, oh, I know why. Because I had a, my my new glasses, my new glasses, my newer glasses uh, are destroyed just from cleaning them so much that I had to go back to my last um, prescription. Well, sit back and, and oh my god, I can't see. I wonder if it's my new sloppy Joe's tavern sign. How am I doing on time? By the way, I can't see a thing. Uh, the the thing turned off. Let's see. Face ID, I have to look upside down. Am I, I'm still recording. And all I see is bookmarks. Huh. Oh, there it is. Oh my gosh. I can't see a fucking thing. Uh, let's see here. 
Well, sit back. We, is that wild? Wild setback. Oh my gosh. Holy mackerel. <laughs> I can't see a thing. Okay, it's time for the card trick. Wait. Um, the man who wrote dirty books. Yeah. By Hal Dresner. A fat ass. No, that's not right. A fancy. Alright, found a flashlight here. Okay, here we go. Oh, I can see a little bit better. We'll sit back, the late Dr. Kinsney and his researchers, pardon me, 50 years, says the Cincinnati Enquirer, wild, ridiculous, funny, says the Chicago Daily News, and an irre uh, irre irrelevant. Irreverent view. I, did I say irrelevant before? Oh my gosh, that's foam. <laughs> An irrelevant. This is great return. Return to the mic. An irrelevant view of pornography, says the New York Times. A hilarious romp, says the Cleveland Press. Press plus, and uncommonly entertaining, says the Oakland Tribune. Fawcett World Library. And he's got a picture of a guy. And he's smiling, sitting on a bunch of books. Four. Now, I only read that he wrote three. Candy, Catch-22, and $100 Misunderstanding. Maybe this is the fourth. These are hardcover, though. So he's sitting on there, and he's got a, a tiny little girl in his hand. And she's naked with a ribbon on her head, bow on her head. And that's also the front, 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 front page. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to angle this light. This is a this is a nightmare, lightmare. Okay, April fourteenth, nineteen sixty-six is stamped on the inside. Oh, I just ripped it. Fawcett, uh, Fawcett Crest Book, Fawcett Publications, Inc. Greenwich, Con. Member of uh, American Book Publisher Council, Inc. Oh my gosh! Welcome back, everybody. Let me take, okay, I'm going to try a little bit more of this uh, Bud Man. Here we go. Oh, the, the, the head has settled. Oh, God. Mmm. Oh. 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 Okay. I don't think I'm going to do too much more of that. Okay, Hal Dresner. Okay, Hal Dresner, man who wrote dirty books. Here we go. Here we go. To my sister, Rhea, with love and pride and everything else. Now, there's some stuff down here. This was written in 1964, uh, copyright by Hal Dresner, all rights reserved, including the right to uh, reproduce this book or portions thereof. Oh, my. How about that? Riveting. All right, November 2nd. From, oh, I can't see at all. Uh, it's not because of the, the flashlights, because I can't see with these, with these glasses. My glasses, I have them. Uh, November 2nd, from Benjamin Wink, Scripter, Scepter Book, New York City. Oh, God. 
October 31st. Uh, card trick. Dear Muse, just a note to forward the enclosed letter. They can say what they want like about Scepter, but they can't say we open mail to our writers. <sighs> Hope it's good news. Boy, I sit here at my desk and the pages of my calendar blow off like in the movies. Today is October, tomorrow's November, then it's December, and this guy is good. And time to set up the, your new book. When can we expect it? This flogged flesh is mo <clears throat> is moving fine, although it's too early to tell. But I know, uh, Akam, by the way, but I know it will do well as damned by, damned by desire or bear with me. You've got something that makes uh, the others look like the hacks they are, and your readers know it. I was talking to someone uh, from K&G, and he said, Guy la douche, Guy la douche, Guy la douche. He can't keep you in stock fast enough. And don't think it's just... <laughs> what am I reading? Don't think it's just... <sighs> Is this just a forward? Let's see. Let me go move ahead. I think that's just a Ford. Let's see. Guy la douche. Maybe not. No, November 1st. Oh my. This is a memoir of uh, sorts. I can't hold this and hold that. This is a bunch of letters. Oh. November. Let's go to November 5th from Benjamin Wine. Dear Muse, just a note to forward an enclosed letter which came today. Looks official. Did you get my note with an enclosed letter I sent a few days ago? How's the new book coming? Any title yet? We're starting a new Americana series. Bill has already finished Manhattan Madame, and Larry signed up for Bible Belt Brawl, Ball, Baud. Bible Belt Baud. Hmm. Uh... Comster, Conster is running it, and I uh, don't know what he's playing. What he's paying? This is uh, this is hard to listen to. Um, I have no idea what how I'm doing on time. I should look at a clock. Hey, I'm gonna look at a clock. I'm gonna do five more minutes. How about that? I'll never get through it. Bible Belt Baud. My heart just is in it, is it? Yeah, it is. It's in it. I'm just poisoned. And I can't see. And it's dark. I didn't think they could pay a real writer enough. We've started to get some returns of Kenny's book of Beastly Lust. Only about 1,100 so far. But I have the feeling it's just a start. I told him that the barnyard stuff wouldn't go, but <laughs> he had to have it his way. Now he says, what barnyard stuff? Now he says it's the cover that killed it. As if he didn't know, as well as I, that art slaved his heart out. Art is the person, art, art, left the fart and blew the whole machine apart. That art slaved his heart out over the cover, um, over that cover. How many ways can you draw a sheep? Oh my, oh my. Nothing has changed, friends. Nothing has changed. Hey, you know, I, the other day I saw a thing with Sika in it. 
And uh, I used to love Sika back in the 70s. And, well, wait, when did I start looking at stuff? Uh, yeah, I guess maybe the late 70s, 79 maybe. I got to tell you, nothing's changed. You think th this stuff's new? None of this is new. None of the stuff that you think about doing, that's nothing's new there. It's all, it's all in solenoid. Um, on top of that, I think they may ban it in South Dakota. Well, better they get on us on a poor book than on yours. I say, keep punching, boy. That's from Ben writing to this writer, I guess the writer is Hal Dresner. Now, I don't know if these these uh, letters to, the, to him are real or not. This is an enclosure from Benjamin Wink, Barry Lock and Grew, attorney at law, uh, 1136 Michigan Avenue, Chicago, Illinois. <coughs> and Ackham. All right, let me try a little bit more of this. It's already getting late. My sinuses are having problems. Oh, hey, listen, I can't drink any more of that. Wait, let me try. goes on. Oh, my God. Mr. Gyla Douche, care of Scepter Books. Okay, so they're writing to Gyla Douche. <laughs> P.O. Box 85388, Grand Central Station, New York City, New York. Okay, so this has got to be, this has got to be the book. The book is a, uh, what happens to a person that uh, is getting He's writing, and then he's getting, he's receiving these, uh, what you calls, letters. And boy, does he receive a lot of letters, because this is, this is some small print. This guy took a long time to write this book, I'll tell you that. November 1st, regard Dibs versus LaDouche, A-T-A, a.k.a. Ferguson, a.k.a. Delatore. Dear Mr. LaDouche, Captain LaDouche. Captain Douche. <clears throat> oh, boy. Ugh, horrible. Horrible. Just horrible. Horrible, I tell you. I trust by the time that you have received a letter from our client, Lieutenant Commander E.B. Dibbs, USN, retired, informing you that uh, of his daughter's intent to instigate a defamation action against you. In the event that you have not yet received that letter, the enclosed complaint will acquaint you with the participants of the suit. In the hope of avoiding embarrassment to all parties, which a court hearing would entail, I would suggest you have... I'm foaming at the mouth. I think I got the rabies from Budman. I would suggest you have your attorney contact me at the first opportunity to negotiate a satisfying, satisfactory private settlement. Yours truly... Quentin L. Grew, QLG, CJ, and uh, CC Lieutenant Commander E.B. Dibbs. So, November 6th, dear Ben, I think that's just by itself. Enclosure from Ben Wine. Oh, to Benjamin Wine. Okay, dear Ben, thanks for the note of October 31st and November 3rd. 
and the enclosed letters, which were uh, just an elaborate joke by some friends. Thanks also for the copies of Flogged, which I did receive. Art outdid himself on the cover, except that the man appears to be shooting the girl with a whip. My serious book has run into difficulties. I burned it last night, last week. <laughs> it was to be a novelistic treatment of the case proving that Shakespeare and Dickens were one and the same. Next time you read Dumbai and Son, uh, see if the old man doesn't remind you of Gulderstern. Gildenstern. Gildenstern, his uh, tailor shop got closed. Um, I'm getting down to my proper calling today and should have the new one out to you by December 10th at the latest. No title as yet. I agree with you completely about the new American series. If a writer can't preserve his loyalty in the business, then what can he keep? Bad luck on Of Beastly Lust. Maybe Kenny should do another book on fetishism. I thought Passions, Fashions was uh, one of the finest, all the best, uh, from Mace. Maze, Mace, Maze. Speaking of Maze and LaDouche, huh? How am I doing on time? Oh, I'm way past. This, is, this, has been a, this has been just a great episode. I gotta tell you. <laughs> it looks like I'm not gonna be able to do Wiggly's book club anymore. Um, not just because I'm gonna die of uh, poison, but because I can't see uh, like uh, at all through these glasses. Now maybe maybe the next book. Let me see. Do I have another book here? I mean, this book is riveting, but let's let's be real. It was more interesting about the uh, purgatorial society. It's just that's just disgusting. I could read this uh, gold little golden book. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, I didn't even crack the. Uh, this is. Oh, I think I'm going to read this for the first time with you. Jane Foster is a superhero known as the Mighty Thor, wearing a mask, cape, and suit of armor. She bravely soars in action, protecting the realms of Earth and Asgard alike. Yeah, I can read that. Let's see about this one. Can I read this? Let's see. Oh, there's some small print, but that's okay. Let's see. Well imagined. World's Deadliest Fighting Secrets, well imagined. A guide to becoming a deadly fighter. They sent a brochure and a Black Dragon Fighting Society membership card. Kids who mailed an additional $5 received a 72-page booklet. Hey, this is where we stole <laughs> the idea of the rattlesnake, but we had a rattlesnake wrapped around a, a really funky guitar, electric guitar. Um, that's what we gave away, the Fighting Secrets book in uh, Trapdoor Comics. Let's see if I can read this one. I've got a bunch of books here that I've just been looking to to put down here. Let's see here. Oh, whoa, whoa, look at this. This is like double space, double space, and double lined and all that. Local, local people, now nah, that's my normal. Local, <laughs> local people believed in this creature. They spoke of it as the beastie in the lock. Most of the time, they said that the beastie lived underwater. But once in a while, oh, this is good. I can read that. Okay, let's see about this one. Read this. This looks good. 
visitors from space. Perhaps the most popular explanation of UFOs is that they are not only ships, but alien ships with creatures from other worlds aboard them. Okay, good. How many months are we going now? One, two, three. Three books I read. Let's see if I can read this. Oh, Hunted. Uh, farther along the beach, you come across a herd of iguanodon. These creatures are living proof of how dinosaur design has improved over millions of years. You notice that they actually chew their food instead of swallowing it whole. To digest it faster, this is a good to digest it faster. This is a good news for the iguanodon, which is basically a three-ton eating machine. I gotta read that. Oh, that's all the books I have here. Wait. One, two, three, four, five. I don't, I don't know if I should read all these books, though. Anyway, there's five weeks. Uh, times two, ten. Ten weeks, one every other week. Let's try to read one more letter. This is a, that another subs of Dibs versus LaDouche. Let's not read. Oh, my God, that's too long. Let's try to just, just get through one more of these. And then uh, and we'll call it quits for today because, I mean, geez, just reading the Purgatory Society, almost all of it was uh, pretty good. Oh, my gosh, I can't see this for, for Dick Diddley shits. Uh, let's see. Okay. To Mrs. Franklin Gibbs, uh, Fr- Franklin Gerber, uh, Franklin, uh, Franklin, December 4th, mother, mother. I know I've heard the name before. (laughs) Didn't they have a special day for you last spring? Flowers and candy and all. Well, whoever you are, it was nice to hear from you. You shouldn't believe this, but I uh, was going to call that day your letter arrived two nights ago. I had a dream about the time Mr. Stern, that poor beleaguered old man who ran the only non-profit candy store in town gave Mitch and me credit on a pair of those broom-handled pretzel sticks. The ones they stopped making uh, when they found out the kids couldn't hurt themselves. Kids couldn't hurt themselves with it. (laughs) Uh, They want the kids to hurt themselves, see? With the candy. With candy pretzel. Well, I had the good sense to gobble down mine before we got home, but conservative, uh, conservative vested interests, old Mitch first licked all the salt off of his, then contemplated the bare dough for about two blocks and finally began to nibble cautiously at the edges. Consequently, he still had about two feet of pretzel left when he uh, paraded into his house. He told me about the scene the next day. Violent accusations of theft by his mother. A calm point-by-point rebuttal by Mitch. Loud, dramatic demands for punishment by Mrs. W. A quiet, humble plea for acquittal by the defendant. And an irrevocable verdict of guilty by the judge. His uh, mother, who delayed sentencing long enough to call you and imply that the other members of that ring ring might be hiding on your premises. The man who wrote dirty books. A hilarious romp. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Well, I didn't, I don't think this started romping at all. And again, I can't read and I can't see and all that stuff. Well, that's a, uh, some people would say that's a book. It's got, doesn't really have a beginning, middle or end. It's just sort of uh, shaped like a book. And uh, evidently is hilarious. Sorry, everybody. You know what? This just makes the other episodes much better. <laughs> Back to me upstairs. Let me turn this thing off. Right, get that. that you enjoyed tonight's presentation of <laughs> I just want to apologize again anyway that was The Man Who Wrote Dirty Books if you want to buy a copy of The Man Who Wrote Dirty Books buy a Fawcett Crest Code production book production what are you a nut or something wherever paperbacks are sold for Wiggly and all the staff at Wiggly's Book Club we bid you a fond uh, read I forget to go home for this and fond reading to, oh oh I remember rip reading is fundamental